0: This is the way that we fight. If this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here.
1: My fellow Americans, it is time to take
0: our freedom back.
2: So you never know who's going to show up around here. I know you know? Well, in the afternoon, Woody with a rock star is pretty That's much right. a guarantee. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: today's been a really eventful day already so far. And we're going to get to what happened today with the walkout statewide, mm-hmm. but really here on a local level. And then we have Congressman Doug LaMalfa representing the 1st Congressional District in California here with us today. So, Congressman, welcome. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Is it okay, okay if we call coming. you Dog during that's <laughs> this?
2: <right. Okay. laughs> right.
3: He's still a human being. <clears throat> that's right.
2: Oh, that's <clears throat> nice. And he sits <clears throat> with
3: the
4: common
2: people. That's right.
4: <laughs> He's okay to hear what the peasants got
3: right to say. You All know? right, good.
4: Look, I am one, other than a fancy title. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is really cool because we can give you a little bit of insight as to what we've been doing here, and then hopefully give us some insight as to what's going on on the big stage, you know, uh, back east. So we only know what we see on TV and what's heavily edited, right? Yeah, and manufactured. So to, you know, to hear what's actually happening is is always an opportunity yeah. that we we'll, that will
2: take. So, and I, I have a glaring question: How did you end up hearing about coming to the River Park today?
4: Um, well, I'm I have social media that yeah. uh, gives me information on that, yeah. and so I was following some of your local leaders in that. Uh, department there. And I saw that happen. And I, I kind of talked to a message with a couple folks there on that and said, uh, so what's that looking like? And it, yeah. was, it was confirmed it was going to happen. I said, well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, well, I was invited to it. I said, well, also on my own, I'd like to see that myself, Yeah, you know, because uh, uh, we're right there beside you in this. My wife and I, we have four kids. Our, our youngest two are still in, uh, in high school. And we face some of the same decisions as anybody else on what's going to happen for our kids and right. uh, and we have the same red line in the sand that I think everybody there mm-hmm. today at the rally had sure. on how our girls are going to be treated in order to attend school you know okay. and, and that means uh, they're not going to be required to produce a vaccine passport in order to walk into the, the school mm-hmm. door That's right. a red line sure. for my wife and me as well as what I see so many other people doing. And that's exciting. Wow. It's inspiring. Yeah.
0: It is. So, so when you say red line, that means different things to different people. Okay. Okay. What, what does that mean for you? So, what's the next step that we take? So now they're, they're going to want a mandatory vaccine passport for our kids to go to school. So, what is the course of action that we're going to take?
4: What are you would take? Well, the first thing right. is, as individuals, just say, well, I guess I'm no longer part of your. Process your system, your school, mm-hmm. your facility, because um, I am not going to get injections for my daughters in order to darken your doorway. Sure, it's just not going to happen. I, so, I agree. So, no. Go ahead.
3: no, I was just saying I agree. Non-compliance, I think, is the is the 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 best weapon we have against this right now. Before you know, because uh, a peaceful revolution is a numbers game, and. Anyways, go go ahead, Doug. I, I well, was no, just it's fine. That. I
4: appreciate that because, well, and that noncompliance, as I was listening today, you know, we will not comply. And I get that, and I'm subscribed, but let's remember who are the people not actually complying, and it's those folks that are handing down these orders. They are not complying towards what our needs are, what our rights are, what's really constitutional. As I As I mentioned in my comments today, they let me on the stage for a couple minutes, which I appreciate, too, is that uh, just because you have a Jacobson versus Massachusetts decision that was made in 1905, that this should carry through for every court, and that's the precedent for what they're doing right now for, you know, vaccines that I think are of a a very questionable nature on, on how confirmed they are as being safe and even doing their job
3: well okay. the the swine flu got shut down after in in the 70s i think it was 1972 or right, right around there you got to give me some uh room for error if i if i'm speaking from memory but it was early 70s and the swine flu got shut down with 27 um uh deaths from the vaccine and here we are we have over 1600 uh verified deaths from uh various reporting now and it's just Colin Powell's is one of them huh yeah, I mean, I all mean from the ball kicked the vaccine, vaccine or ruined
5: fully- his immune system. But that was a a breakthrough case of a fully vaccinated guy, you know. Yeah. So leaves people with a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
4: that- that's the problem there. If it can break through, that was supposed to be his safety net for uh, his other conditions he had going on, and yeah. it it didn't. That safety net didn't catch him. Not and sure. so, is, is the vaccine supposed to be a hundred percent foolproof? Nobody will even tell us or stand behind it and that's what's crazy about all this is that there's no liability for anybody producing this it's still basically under eua yeah pfizer got their you know stamp of approval but what about the other two moderna and johnson johnson they're still under eua and they're right. still being used and what about astrazeneca is
3: that- uh, well i'm just saying astrazeneca um Geez, what country? Uh, I think it was the UK that just um, uh, said no more Astrazeneca shots. They banned it. They straight up banned it. Yeah,
2: Yeah. but
3: I saw that. Anyways, that's one more.
2: Yeah, it
4: it hasn't made the I guess our top three here, but uh, other countries. A lot of other countries are doing looking at things a lot different. Anyway, you hear about it in the press, and we all know how much do we trust the press. But uh, here, other countries are just flat pulling out of mandates. And so it makes you question here, like, why are they so hell bent that this is the only way around it, when we can be taking all the, uh, all the sort, all the pretreatments you could be using that they should be pushing, you know, they should be encouraging in that sense. To well, let's, taking, let's look at any taking zinc, taking D3, taking sure. uh, vitamin C, and all the other things you have be doing to fortify yourself beforehand, mm-hmm. and then immediately after, when you start having symptoms, ivermectin, know, hydroxychloroquine, and Oh, but you can't say those. So you immediately get gaslighted for <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. ivermectin. Oh, you want to take horse pace? You want to go mm-hmm. down to Tractor Supply and get your drugs? Huh? Yeah. And that—that that is disingenuous because—and when we're the people out there that have successfully prescribed and used ivermectin, it won a Nobel Prize for one of the inventors back it's in 2015. Yep. For many other things, those two that you just mentioned are not unknown new quantities they've yeah. been around for a long time sure. they're known to be safe for human use. Mm-hmm. Why are they not being allowed under emergency use anymore? I guess I guess HCQ was for a short time. Why isn't that not, not allowed now? If they're because so concerned if there's about an
0: option, keeping... they cannot continue the state of emergency as long as there's another option, right? So that's the right. way that they push the vaccines, yeah. Joe Rogan, and, and, and that they're able to get these vaccines so called approved exactly. by the FDA. Yeah. So you HCQ know.
3: has been approved for over 50 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. I- Ivermectin was approved in 1996 by the FDA. Mm-hmm. And if you actually go to the NIH website, which is the National Institute of Health, uh, yeah. it is the second protocol approved for COVID 19 protocols. Okay. You can go to the NIH website right now. I'm not going to bullshit you. I do don't listen to what I say. Don't trust anything I say. Go to the NIH website and look for approved protocols for COVID-19 treatments for the hospitals. Okay. The first one is remdesivir. Look at remdesivir. Look at the freaking side effects. Okay. Then go down to ivermectin, which is the second protocol approved by the NIH approved in 1996 by the FDA. And approved as a protocol for the hospitals in uh, 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 on the NIH IH website and it will show you that it is approved and and the 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 side effects are much less than what remdesivir does mm-hmm. and, and and it's real interesting if you go to the local hospitals and you talk to the nurses they don't even have ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine which are have been, there's doctors who have treated thousands of people mm-hmm. with 100% success And they don't even have it in the hospital. And I've talked to nurses, and they're saying, well, I I don't. And obviously, there's a lot of people that are saying what they think is right. But there's a lot of people that are just, like, staying the course. They're like, you know, uh, they don't even stock ivermectin. I don't have any decision-making process. And so I don't really do this deep research that you're talking about because I try to talk to people and educate them when I talk to them. But some of them do know. And like, they Did you do. see?
5: Did you see Joe Rogan call out? I saw. I the Gupta. Oh, Gupta! I mean, he smoked yeah. him. That guy kept trying to like get
3: away
2: from him. <laughs> really Rogan amazing. would reel him back yeah. in and say, "No, yeah. why
5: is your network lying about sure.
0: ibuprofen?" Yeah, he didn't let him off the hook at all. He that was didn't. It's perfect.
5: Yeah, so I, I
2: think I want to Good. try and make a tie here. I think it's a big one. While well, the opportunity to have you here is huge, Doug, and you saw what the the person that isn't in a representative position making their move today rallying what they can to resist this mandate. What's going on back east, as you said, Carlos, that, you can, that you're doing or activating or m- making moves that the people that are showing up to the rally today sure. can make a link? Well, my, I know my representative is with me. And, and I'm rallying here, which shows his support for what he's rallying there. Mm-hmm. What is the actual things that are going on from your seat and your place of, I, I think of you're
4: strength. hitting on uh, importantly. It's not going to be, you know, another piece of legislation, another bill that we're going to pass. I've, you know, I've offered some of my own. I've signed on to others, such as not forcing the military to have to take the vax, for example. And, and so there's a lot of these bills like that. Is Pelosi going to let them move through? No, they're they're all in on this. So, in part, that's going to be messaging, and it's also going to show people. I think it's important that we, as an elected leader, um me others are showing people like no, you're not crazy, okay yeah. you're, you're not alone. If someone in my position, and I don't think I'm all that or whatever, but I, I'm you know, I'm one of the people that should be helping to lead the lead the charge and lead be a voice on that. and that's what uh, that's what I'm doing. Um, coming here today was uh, I think an important part in that in that the people that are listening are saying like, you know, they're going to call us all sorts of names out there, but they can can they call everybody, even our elected leaders, these kinds of names? And I know I'm going to take a bunch of heat from the local, you know, the little bloggers and all this and that. They're not going to like this, but I'm, I'm not really too concerned about that. Because They're not going
0: to like anything you do no matter what. Right. <laughs> the,
4: the, bigger, the bigger message out here is that people's rights are being violated in this yeah. situation to sure. keep their job, to have their kids in school, and to just do basic things. I mean, I, w- I was unsure if I wanted to go to one of the Giants' playoff games, for example, mm-hmm. if I was going to have to be vaxxed beforehand or I guess maybe have to go to certain sections or a certain restaurant mm-hmm. or if I'm going to have to have a 72-hour beforehand uh, test done. I don't know anymore. And so, you know, as as much as I like the Giants and hate the Dodgers and all that stuff, it might have been fun to go to mm-hmm. one of those games. Sure. I, I don't want to uh, have to go through those hoops anymore. Yeah, I want to participate. Know? And so, so so for any of these things, none of these things are important enough for me certainly to have to produce a vaccine passport to get on an airplane uh-huh. or other things that might be seen as a little more frivolous as a as going to a ball game or a concert or even you know a restaurant you know so
5: sure. oh yeah we're getting ready to go look in Texas you know at, no at you can't move. And, no, <laughs> um, <no>. but <laughs> but I can't and I fly free but I just won't participate check, i'm not going to show nothing I wish you
3: guys I wish are asking what the what the what the solution <clears throat> is to this problem okay and and um you know here here's this is from today okay this is united non-compliance this is how we beat this thing when you have a corrupt justice system you have a corrupt uh court system we have our our uh anyways this is how we beat it right here
0: yeah so this happened today do we have audio for this
4: I'm sure they're going to be home writing it on their computers and saying nasty things about who we are, okay? My wife and I feel exactly the same as you. We've homeschooled our four kids, and the line in the sand for us on our last two that are still in high school is no vax is going to be forced on my kid, okay? Look that sign. We will not comply, right? I'm not gonna get I'm not showing anybody any kind of passport to get on an airplane, let alone go to a concert or a ball game or whatever. I can do without all those things in my life, okay? I will still represent you to the best of my ability no matter how we have to do it. So but when they when we're saying we will not comply, I want you to remember this. It's the government that's not complying. Amen. It's the government that is going up against your true constitutional rights. Okay? They're not complying with the oath. They're not complying with what the people really need because their agenda is all about the money. It's all about their power. It's all about whatever it is they want to do. So when we're not complying, we're not complying with somebody that's out of control. I don't care what Massachusetts versus Jacobs had said back in 1905, they're all hinging their opinions on that. That's not right. They're not looking at what our needs are. They're not looking at what true Americans need who are out here busting it, making a living, taking care of their kids, being good voters, being good patriots. They've forgotten all that. So you're doing the right thing. You hang in there. You keep this. What a great turnout it looked like, you know. yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah.
5: It's wall to wall people. I, I
3: think that's how we bite this, uh, beat this thing. Though is uh, non-compliance. You know, we we have a corrupt uh, Supreme Court. We have a corrupt DOJ. Um, uh, how many people are compromised uh, in? In uh, government, you know what I mean, and,
5: yeah, and we I have think an attorney general calling parents an... to question school boards' domestic terrorists now. That, yeah. that's
4: that's mind-boggling that they uh, that they think they can get away with this kind of language yeah, against sure. people simply peaceably showing up. And that, that's one of your speakers I heard today, and uh, Tim Garman I think said that too. He was from the Happy Valley there. that uh, look f- show up peaceably within the law and make mm. your case heard? Nobody at the end of the day, you, they, you'll be per, you might be persecuted by, you know, the press or the school board or others that are the haters or the mm-hmm. naysayers. Anyhow, but in the long-term record, you showed up, you uh, made your case uh, peacefully, logically within the law. They can never take that away from you. Sure. We want to thank you,
3: Doug, for showing up and and just having the guts to be a representative of the peasants you know and i I don't look i I, what is the people it is it is is the people but i i mean the globalists look at us as as peasants and you know what and and i just really appreciate you participating in these events you know and 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 taking the time to come down and support us you know it it means a lot to us my
4: wife and i feel so strongly about this i mean the other day I, i came home from another tour up in the east district you know looking at a lot of the Dixie Fire and part of the Beckworth Fire and the people there, you know, Greenville. And, and I looked at our landscape out there. It's kind of a different subject, but it kind of gets to the same point. The, the landscapes I were driving through, that were all forested with trees. The trees are still standing. They're all blackened now. They're all going to be gone in a short amount of time because those are all dead trees. Uh-huh. Miles and miles and miles of it. I go through our towns. I see these people. I talk with them. They're saying, when is... Are government going to do the right thing and take care of these lands? Mm -hmm. When are they going to listen to us that we have the expertise on this? And I was so fed up by the time I got home. That combined with what we're talking about here today on Biden and these crazies. You know, when I see it, when I see it on the news, it's all the wrong people are the ones hitting it the hardest. Forcing us into this. People I don't trust. Mm -hmm. I won't talk about our locals, you know, our doctors and our hospital CEOs and all that stuff. I think they're just scared. Yeah. I think they're kowtowed into following. The ones that make me mad are the politicians and the high-level CEOs mm-hmm. that are just happy to do this. I posted an article on my social media here. Uh, I think it was this morning that uh, the uh, the CEOs, I think of the airlines, who said it's just easier for us just to mandate it for everybody that works here, yeah. and then we know it's all done. It's just easier, and we know we're not going to because you know the states sure. like Texas and Florida. Sure are putting through measures to make it where you can't force people into it. They say, well, sure. we're, we're going to ignore the state. We're going to go with the federal one because it's yeah. easier for us. It's sure. easier for CEOs. It's easier for the companies than uh-huh. it is the workers they should be thinking about, as well as maybe their passengers on the airlines or whatever other business it's going to be in. But and they're well, pretending
5: as if that it was an executive order by Biden. A lot of these big businesses are like, well, we have no choice. It's uh-huh. been mandated. It's an order. It was a press conference, is is the way I understand it.
2: He if it's a, press, if it's a press, if it's a press
4: release, and so that's it, that's even flimsier. Yeah. But uh,
2: so, what is it, to your knowledge? What what are we up against? Is this an executive order? I mean, how much teeth does this have? Truly? Well, executive
4: orders ultimately don't have ultimate teeth anyway. Those are temporary. You know, right. They use an emergency declaration to play this game. Governor Newsom had been getting away with it. I know there's lawsuits against against that. Biden has been using. it. Look at DACA, for example. That's an executive order. Now, what the problem is is when the courts start upholding things that have been done at an executive level that aren't, uh, aren't really supposed to be done that way. Look at, look at the Pennsylvania law on elections. They did executive orders to change uh, how they are going to handle signatures on ballots and on how, uh, what date that ballots were due. That was completely against the law that the Pennsylvania legislature and their governor signed previously. So executive orders do not have the weight of law for very long. They're only supposed to be able to be done for an emergency amount of time, even the declaration of war. You know, a president can make a move on troop, sending troops to certain things, but that only has a certain amount of time before Congress has to do something about it. Sure. And so we have to keep fighting to make sure that uh, constitutionally those are followed. So to bottom line it here, what we saw today here in Reading and many other places around the state and even the country is that people are saying, we're going to take this day and tell them, you better listen. And if one day isn't enough, which I heard a lot of that today, there might be more days.
2: Oh, yeah, it's not going to be enough. And, Unfortunately, they're already downplaying it at the school. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I won't say names, but somebody that's in, sitting at school dealing with the administration and seeing you know, a way decrease in attendance, but they're downplaying it. Because you know, they, they don't and, want to and face they're it. they're being really
0: secretive about how many oh. teachers... Didn't show up today because yep. there's a lot of teachers here that said, No, we're not doing this. Yeah. You know? yep. To protect well, ourselves, our careers, and our students. Right. A lady, a
4: lady in that. the crowd told me today that uh, one of their administrators at her school, I will won't—I don't remember what the name was anyway, but they said, Oh, well, this will blow over in a day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's just, it <laughs> well, makes but, people, but, but it's she's less respect. It's less dis- dis- disrespect for, it, it makes, she told me, that, that that means they haven't even heard what we're talking about. Well, it, it, yeah.
0: but, but they're not wrong. You know, it does blow over in a day, unfortunately, because we don't stick to our guns. Yep. This cannot be a one day thing. So when they yep. say it's going to blow over, they're absolutely right. It is going to blow over unless yep. we keep our kids home for an indefinite amount of time. Yeah. You know, yep. In order to reach the objective. And that, that's it. Yeah. You know, so it's got, you yeah, got to do it. A,
3: There's another side to that coin, though. If you're playing poker, you know what I mean? You, you And you've got a crappy hand, which these guys that are pushing this agenda have, as sure. far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. it's a. Shit, hand. It's a bluff, and they—they sure they have to. I mean, you have to play a position of strength no matter what, man. And, mm-hmm. and the momentum is definitely going towards freedom and liberty, and and the counterculture is going that way. And maybe these people are arrogant enough to think that it's just one day. But I—I I, I mean, me and Carlos might not even see eye eye on this, mm-hmm. and that's great. We're we're yeah. good friends, you know, and we, we we support each other's freedom of speech. But mm-hmm. you know, I I think that um I think that they're just bluffing. Like uh, LaMalfa said here.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I don't think they are. <clears throat>
3: I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. Absolutely. You know, I
0: think they well, know. They are, they, are,
4: they are and they aren't, I would yeah. say. You know? in, go, I'm sorry. I, I
0: think they know that we're outnumbered in California. And this is a problem. And this, this kind of leads us into the discussion about a much bigger issue, right? Is that how are we going to survive in this part of the state? Feeling and believing the things that we feel and believe. How do people like us stay in California? Because you have people like me who I'm not going to be in California much longer. You know, Uh, there's no way. There's not a life for me here anymore. So how do we fix that? There's only one remedy, one solution that I see, and that would be secession. That would be the state of Jefferson. That would be creating a state that is not California. Because statistically, we will not reach the numbers that we need to reach in order to have the representations that we need uh, in in the state. You know, as soon as you get down to Sacramento, whatever vote we have is, is completely
3: decimated. What's yeah. going to happen to an individual school, though, if fifty percent or sixty percent of the people don't show up anymore? What's going to happen to the budget for that school? I mean, I'm just saying, what, how are they going to go? Yeah, forward?
4: under the current structure, when they rely on ADA as the all-seeing, all, all, all-important deal of how they run their school, you know, like the fellow down here in Happy Valley, man, God bless him for, for being strong down there. But who knows what's going to. Be inflicted upon them in a short amount of time for their decision as a district, you know, oh, yeah. and not, and not playing. And so sure. uh, everybody down there is going to need the support of people down here, stand behind them when, uh, who knows what's going to happen and, with the state on on them.
0: And that's fine. So you go to the school boards and you get them to act the way that you want them to act and behave a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that, that's great. But at the end of the day, I still can't have a lawnmower. I still can't have a chainsaw. I still have to have a gender neutral <laughs> toy aisle and, and it's just complete yeah. lunacy in California. Yeah. So we win these small battles perhaps for a little bit, but I think it's a facade. I think any victory that we get at this point is very short lived. Mm-hmm. It's very temporary and it's certainly not going to be permanent, you know, unless we have a permanent solution, which would be a uh, uh, 51st state, you know, uh, to me. And, and I keep going back to that because I've been thinking about this nonstop because I'm literally going to texas in two weeks and started looking at places to live you know so i'm thinking man what what would keep me here what is the only thing that would keep me here is not to be california
5: well we got to get <clears throat> we have to get representation that's <clears throat> that's for sure the one i yeah. mean we we we're, we have what three state senators up here in the northern 17 states or uh, counties yeah and, i mean yeah. how how do you how do you Fight without
4: representation. L.A. County yeah. has 26 members of the assembly that are all or part in L.A. County. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just that uh, it used to be the number. Now, the uh, the issue comes down is we have to follow the constitutional way of doing things mm-hmm. for uh, separating into the state or this Greater Idaho idea of sure. them looping there. That might be easier politically because you don't have to create two new senators. You know, mm-hmm. we'd probably like two more of those senators. that would be ours, but sure. maybe we would have less uh, headwind of just dragging the Idaho line down here and making it bigger, and we pull away from the craziness south of here.
3: Now, now, is there anything constitutionally that can ap- actually make that happen? Because from what I understand, that if you look at, like, Virginia and West Virginia, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was a state that split in two. Right. Um, I don't know if there is actually a legal, anything that is legally can happen that would, Create two states or three states or however many states to actually form a new union, you know, together. So I, I'm just saying, can that actually
4: happen? I, I think it would be a very similar blueprint. It's just that um, you, uh, the politics are so much different now than they were when the Virginias divided, and the stakes are so high, and the, you know, all the electronic media out there, boom, everybody knows everything. You would have a lot harder time selling it through the, through the politics of it because. You'd have to, in order to accomplish a split like this, you would have to probably have a strong Republican majority in Congress, in both houses and in the White House, and you still have to get it past the state legislature is the constitutional way. I know there's been folks looking at ways of, uh, of of having a lawsuit to somehow create that. And I just don't see that happening. Courts don't have the backbone. to that. We've seen how the Supreme Court has backed away from a lot of things you think that would be landmark. They haven't even gotten gun rights sorted out yet. And so you can't rely on courts. It really, and I had this unique opportunity one time to have a breakfast with, you know, several of us with uh, Judge uh, Justice Scalia, one of my first years back in D.C. And that guy. Uh, he's a cool dude. <laughs> and a uh, very very big loss to not have him there but he he did have an imprint an impression a long time for a long time on the court and he said he told us real plainly like you know i'm not here to fix you all's messes okay the the, the bench is not supposed to be legislating for the legislature we're supposed to get it right and they decide you know they weigh is it following the constitutional ways of doing things and they're not a, they're not supposed to be legislating we don't like it when they do And so we don't really want them ultimately fixing legislation for us as we're the ones elected to do that. So that was a very good point to reaffirm because the question I'd asked him is why why is it the courts don't look at things compared directly to the Constitution? Why do they look at old cases and stacked on cases? Again, we're talking about with this uh, vaccine mandate. They're looking at Jacobson versus Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. 1905 to justify that, well, that case back there said these mandates can be seen as constitutional. Well, why don't we take a fresher look? Why don't we take a fresher look of what we know about the technology, uh, the quality of research that's been done with the with the vaccines they're trying to force right now. And uh, they were done, you know, President Trump started Operation Warp Speed to try and get as quickly as possible a solution, which I commend moving quickly to get a process started and going well-funded and make it happen. But when you get right down to the physiology, you still need to have a a fair amount of testing done before you start putting it out there. Well, Well,
0: we saw some really good evidence the other day. John brought in some great graphs last time we sat at this table and were able to see that this is simply not working. Yeah, it's
2: ineffective. The breakthrough cases should be enough to question it. And then the kids' rates. Sure. Now that's why everyone's so fired up. Yeah. It, it crosses all logic. Well, you sure. know, it doesn't make any sense.
4: When the kid's rate is 0. 000, 0. .0007 of risk right. of death versus the offset being what can happen to them with, uh, I know it's anecdotal and, hey, he's Lamalpha's not a doctor or a scientist, any of that stuff, but there's just enough out there to make you want to ask the questions. What is going to What is going to happen with uh, young girls of childbearing age, there's enough to be, to uh, talk about there. Okay. And all of, yep. and young, and young men of the heart was it myocarditis. Yep. And, and the heart things and the blood clots, you know, there's people with blood disorders. Okay. Yeah. What is it going to do to them? Like, are the doctors, you know, giving them real excuses to not be part of that? Or is everybody just, uh, all playing the game now and glossing over it?
3: So some of the data we went over was, uh, um, we were looking at like birth defects and, and from various data and, and, um, there's been more birth defects. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, but it was like 90, 90 since 1990. There have been like 90 birth defects, and just since from the vaccines co- from vaccines. Yeah, sorry. So the VARES data, okay, mm. that was showing about less than a hundred birth defects, and since 1990, we're talking 32 years of data. Okay, since the COVID vaccine rolled out, there was 360 something birth defects just. From the COVID vaccine, you know. So, if we want to talk about birth defects, we want to look at um, just just yeah, the-, the miscarriages have been an all time high, you know, and heart heart problems. Yeah, yeah. everybody here probably
5: knows somebody that had trouble after they were vaccinated. Yep. I, mean, I mean, I know multiple. So, yeah. so why
0: why is the other side
5: so? so why, is, why
4: are they in such a hurry to gloss over that? Oh, it couldn't, it couldn't have been from that. It was probably from something else. Sure, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. Well, that's really made for a lot of the folks you hear about. That's the main thing that has changed in that three-month period, is that is the their health changed after that. It wasn't because of some other hidden condition
2: by and large. Okay, so from – I'm going to give you maybe – think of it as – yeah, I'll just come out with it. <laughs> the, um, you've been – how long have you been representing our district up here? I did an eight-year
4: sentence in the state legislature, and now okay. I'm in my fifth term in the U.S. House.
2: Okay. So for those that are listening – and wondering how the hell we got to this point, like myself.
4: A little at a time.
2: A little yeah. bit at a time. The, and the then, boiling
4: the boiling pot frog, right? Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. I see that, but now. But it took a giant you, lurch
4: starting January twentieth
2: this year. So what I mean, because we want our vote to count, right? Mm-hmm. And those that voted for you will continue voting for you. What do you? What's the, what are the moves you're doing? You know, like what is it? I mean, what do you? If, how, do we, if, how do we stop the madness? How do we stop it? Why? Why? You know, if those are questioning, well, he's been in there. It's got to this point while you're in there. I mean, that's yeah. a glaring question, right? right. He's yeah. sitting here yeah. saying, "Why didn't I? What not I do to stop it? Right? Why? Uh, what? You, what? What did you do? Didn't do
1: because which you it, would it, change
2: what should do in the future? You know, that's the bit, a big question for people because a lot of Americans right now are pretty sure. disheartened. My vote sure. didn't get counted. What? That's, my re- representative's not representing me because look at these mandates. You know, that's that's hard for me because I
4: I hang my head on it too. With like, well, i have been one of 435 for. Almost nine years, right? Right, right? As a state legislator, I was one of 80 in the assembly and one of 40 in the Senate. Yeah. So I, I you know, I push my cart as hard as I can on right. this, you know, but my cart isn't the whole thing. And I'm not trying to make excuses for it. It appalls me, too, because I have, uh, I've always been about the absolute freedom and liberty that uh, we are supposed to be about as a country and so i i have my vote in the legislature i have my ability to propose legislation i have my voice uh, in the house when it's you know uh, speech opportunities there and I, i exercise them all as best i can i come out in the district and i talk with our press about it i talk with you folks here today about it and say you know the people listening you're not wrong you're not crazy you're not a hater You're not anything that they want to call you because you want to have a choice. You're not selfish. I hear that a lot now. It's because you are first have to take care of you and your family. That's your first obligation. That's, you know, it's God's, it's God's calling for us to take care of first of that. You also look out for your neighbor, but you have no obligation to do what the government is trying to demand you of doing, especially as unproven as it is. So what is it do I do? I try to be part of that leadership that, uh, Uh, That in some fashion inspires people, encourages them to do what they're doing like we saw today, because right now under the regime we have in Sacramento, we have a three to one Democrat majority in both houses of the legislature. You know, it's like 61 to 19 in the assembly and I don't know uh, whatever the number is in the Senate. I think it's 30 to 29 to 11 okay, well, that's already beyond the two-thirds threshold. They can pass whatever they want. It's a super-majority. Yeah. It's a super-duper majority. We haven't seen that in such a long time. And uh, we're not getting a lot of help out of there. You know, we have some our Republican legislators. They try valiantly. They speak up. But they're completely outnumbered. So I wouldn't say they're doing a, a bad job. It's just that it's the numbers. The voters of California have to wake up. And the voters, the voters of all the states federally, putting Biden in, I can't believe this happened, you know, especially if he went back – a full year before the election, on how good things were going under Trump with the economy, with uh, uh, the work that was being done on our southern border, uh, the work that in our standing with NATO and others in, in America China around and North the world. Korea. Yeah, we weren't taking any nonsense from these pl- places. Trump said, you know, NATO folks, you can start poning up some for your own defense. Nothing wrong with that. Oh my gosh, he's going to ruin all of our relationships over there no. and all this stuff. That's nonsense. He's looking out for us. He did. And so, but. The voters got hoodwinked by the treatment of the COVID process. I think the president was trying very hard to find the balance between maintaining freedom and liberty and finding a way to get through solving the unknown of when this thing was unleashed upon us. And I say unleashed because Dr. Fauci should be in prison right now for having hidden and been part of what they did to get money and effort into the uh, Wuhan lab to come up with a gain of function, gain him, of function
3: is and and Peter, him, yeah. him, Peter Daszak, him, him, Fauci, and Peter Daszak.
4: Yep, Daszak. And yep. who's the other guy? that Just retired the other day too. From anyway. So what is what is this gain of function? That's a fancy sounding term because these guys were, <laughs> were hot rodding a virus. Yep. In order to make it more harmful to humans in a lab in China, let's step back from that for five seconds. Okay, what's what's our relationship with China? Oh, boy, they're at war with us. Uh, a little tenuous at best and basically a cold war at worst, right? Or, or, not, or not worst yet. So, okay, we don't trust them. Huh. So, so we're over there because our FDA or our laws, our rules of this country won't allow us to have this scenario of this type of research in our country. They well, go yeah. do it in, in China, well, our, say- our, our biggest enemy right now, mm-hmm. our most dangerous enemy, and we send funding over there, and we have Fauci and others that were helping make that happen for gain of function, making up new hot rod viruses that are very detrimental to humans. Oops, somehow it got out of the lab. China locks their country down tight because they don't have any liberty over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And basically, who knows how far it went through their population, we'll never know. But it gets unleashed on the rest of the world, and here we are, $6 trillion later, and unknown amounts of Mm. economic harm, mental harm, physical harm, the deaths that have been caused because this thing got unleashed because we had our people over there skirting the law, playing this Mm. game. Sure. China
3: pretended to uh, lock down, but after a couple months, they opened wide left Wuhan open to world travel too during the whole time. Let's take this a a step further. I mean, we we know that there was a a lot of money that was used. I mean, this thing started in North Carolina and then in 2015 when it got made illegal to create these level 4 bioweapons in the U.S., it moved to Wuhan Mm -hmm. and since then um, we can look at the patents on the vaccines. We can look at the patents on the testing. We can look at an operation lockstep from lockstep from 2010 from the Rockefeller white papers this has been a pre-planned pandemic okay from this is this is all by design to lock down play that clip Eli real quick and then I know Carlos wants to chime in and, on. and what play this this is from 2013 okay 2013
1: well Dr. Thomas Horn and others uh, speculate on this how something like this might happen w- with regard to a pandemic Again, in true Hegelian style, you know, Hegelian dialectic is where you cause a problem which causes a reaction that you just so happen to have the solution for already ready to go, right? So, okay, just imagine this. They release, they, whoever they are, (laughs) they're responsible for everything, right? Release a really bad flu pandemic of some sort. Well, imagine this. If you don't get the shot that they've got all ready to go for you, no shot or cure means, well, you don't have a job. Somebody mentioned last night their job requires them to take the flu shot. If they don't get the flu shot, they lose their job. So we're already seeing kind of a microcosm of that happening right now, a test. Got to take the shot. You can't can't be a teacher in school or you can't work at CVS or whatever. You got to take the shot. So they're already making it mandatory for some people. So we've got a little miniature test going on with that. If you don't take it, there's no cure, no job. You end up being quarantined. Oh, you, 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 don't have, you don't want to take the shot? You don't want to take what really I believe is going to be the mark of the beast? Well, fine, you're going to have to be quarantined, bring you over here. Well, that means you're not going to have any money, which means you won't be able to buy or sell. That seems to be a good explanation to me to explain why they can't buy or sell, but also explain why they beg for death, but death flees from them. Because they can't die, right? So that's if you don't take the shot, you end up with no job, quarantine, no flu, but or, or no food, n- no buying or selling. Uh, but if you do take the shot, well, you have some interesting side effects. <laughs> it's like those commercials, you know, where you always see the drug that they're offering. You know, the side effects may include drowsiness, blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> take the shot. Side effects may include counterfeit immortality, not redeemable, and cast alive into the lake of fire. Ask your doctor if it's right for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. no, I'm joking about it, but it's serious. That's some serious business right there. And there's going to come a time, especially if we're going through this thing, where some tough decisions may have to be made. When you're looking at your kid that's got this pandemic that they released, and they've got this cure over there, but you heard this stuff, and the Holy Spirit's telling you, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Don't inject your kid with the mark of the beast.
3: That's you know,
0: from 2013? That's from
3: 2013, that's, that's yeah. from 2013 right mm-hmm. here. And, I, I mean, we could – it would take me five or six hours to go through all the information that I have with the patents and, and um, you know, sure. o- Operation Lockstep. And, and um, I mean, but this is something everybody can relate to, okay? We, we've seen Fauci get up there and say by the end of the pandemic – or, I'm sorry, uh, by the end of – before the end of Trump's first uh, – uh, Term. Or, term, yeah. Before the end of Trump's first term, we will see a pandemic. I mean, I think everybody's seen that. But- We've seen that, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And, and they ignore it. And the other side doesn't care. They don't care about facts. They don't care about the real common sense arguments, right? I mean, they, they're going to go on their blog, like you said. You no know, no matter what we say here, they're going to go on their blog. They're not going to like it, They're, they're going to hate it. They're going to play this back, and they're going to insert their narrative, You know, their, oh, yeah. their narration into what... We're saying, and we saw the article that just came out yesterday, the day before, right, about, you know, uh, this podcast. And this is what they Was do. Was there so, one? I didn't see oh, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. You know, and the one we did with Mark Baird. Oh, oh, yeah. So it doesn't matter what facts we present them with. It doesn't matter how well we articulate it. It doesn't matter what we say. They have already made up their minds that they are against us. You know, you have some Chico State professor, Sean Schwaller, who thinks he's smarter than everybody, and then he but has he's a gender study you know, professor. So he's a can he, you know, teach. Oh, like he's, he's, he's a weirdo, you know. And you look at all the people that are following him in the comments, and and, and we read this stuff for entertainment. You know, I, I get a laugh out of it because I'm like, these people are complete psychotic idiots. They have no idea um, how to navigate through this thing, you know. No. And, and all they do is they follow this. Guy who's a professor at Chico State who knows nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and here's the deal the way that I know that we're flying right over the target is the fact they're watching everything we say and do. Yep. You know, yep. if we were unimportant, if we were not powerful, if we weren't actually uh, over the target, they wouldn't care.
2: They wouldn't be down. banning us off everything. Oh,
0: yeah, uh, absolutely.
2: Well, well and, that, and a guy like Sean Schwaller, you know, he's coming after us. Trying yeah. to fish at the, oh, the, to, the learning center oh, he, and do he, he an article to smear that. us.
0: He mentioned that you're, you you're next. You know, in the
2: article. Oh, did you he? Know yeah. That he's
0: going to talk about your school and whatnot, and yeah. or maybe in the comments. But
2: you know. when I say to Karina well, exactly what you said, yeah. that just means we're threatening him, which sure. perfect because I don't.
4: It seems know. personal. They don't like you. Right. Yeah. They strongly dislike you because you are speaking your own mind and going your own way and not falling in, and and so it it has to just make you even that much more rigid you know people can people can't back off in the face of what's going to be directed at them and it's not going to be easy and yeah. as as we talked about you know is one day going to change it you know maybe some folks will say well I'm going to do one day with my kids others are going to go longer um, will the one day give pause to any school board or any no authority, you know, and that's the question we'll have to ask, you know. Yeah. We, we yeah. probably don't think so, but is it going to give pause to any of them yeah. to do that? You talk about the drugs, and I want to throw one in real quick. Um, you know, it's really hard to watch much TV with the drug ads that come on mm-hmm. and uh, followed up by the lawyer ad suing sure. the drug company. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, <absolutely. laughs> you know, I mean, I, I saw a funny, kind of a funny meme about this the other day. It says, everything you see that's being um, you may be entitled to compensation for one of those drug ads, is something yeah, the FDA has yeah. approved previously. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, I love it at the end of the drug yeah. ads, ask your doctor if, uh, if uh, blankety blank is right for you. Sure. Yeah. And so far, I haven't been asked on Comernity or whatever they're calling the Pfizer. I'm not, I'm not being asked by anybody if it's right for me, you know, sure. and, and nobody's being asked. They're being told at the threat of their job their kids schooling, their kids college, or even going to something, you know, more frivolous. Sure. Yeah. This
5: this what I, I just wanted to make one point. Now <clears throat> the reason why California got in the spot it's in is because we are no longer a republic here in California. We're straight on democracy, right? So our country would be in the same shape if we took away the Senate every state having two senators and made it based on population. Mm-hmm. And then all we would have is two houses of representatives. They would call one the Senate, and that's what right. they do here in California. Yeah. They call it the state Senate.
2: But it's structured
5: the same. But the state Senate was supposed to be the representatives of in the Tuba counties. County. Mm-hmm. Yep. So every county should have equal amount of representatives there. We lost that, and so that's how we got where well, we're at. In, this is
4: this in is, the '60s. Over one man, one vote is what they dressed it up as. Exactly. Reynolds versus Sims, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. So and now we're, so,
5: we have this is what straight so democracy. We, we only looks we
4: like. only need a uni, a unicameral legislature when when it's that way because I I went through it and same thing through the House, assembly same through, same thing through the senate. It's the same ratios. It's the same proportions and. I, I've always wondered why that wasn't fought harder legally, because if it's good enough at the U.S. constitutional level, we wouldn't have the, our union had they not had the compromise to put in place that every state would get equal representation in one body while the others would have a population. It seemed like a pretty good compromise back then, and the courts rule under Reynolds versus Sims that, uh, oh, that's not good enough for California. So we have uh, basically needless, need, unneeded state senate it just duplicates what the assembly does. And so maybe somewhere down the line, if somebody had $10 million and wanted to relitigate that and run that through court, maybe we would have a shot to put California back on the map of having 40 state senators that are apportioned to the counties instead of just mm-hmm. by population. Because oh, we that- used to have, uh, the old rule was no more than three counties could have one senator or no more than, you know, three counties assigned to a senator, not 11 or 12 like we have up here. Mm -hmm. And no one county could have more than one senator. So L.A. County gets one, and even the smallest three counties up here would get one. And that's what it was back then, which worked pretty good. You know, Randolph Collier and others actually got things done for the rural part of California back in the day.
0: But that seems to be the case across the country, right? Rural America is always going to be at the... uh at the mercy of the big cities and the population it centers. Is. And that's it by is. design as well, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You know, people say that there's more conservative states than there are, but if you go to the population centers where there's universities, and that's a whole other topic, uh, you're going to have a liberal Well, even Boise's population. going to
4: heck, okay? Everybody's sure. going to Idaho. Yeah. Even Boise's going to heck. they got some crazies running that place. Sure. sure. Austin, yeah. Austin, yeah. Texas. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Austin's yeah. probably the worst. Yeah,
2: well, right. and that's, yeah, that's a whole other subject. Like, can sure. you move away from it? Because it's human nature. You know and we're and we have to start getting some principles and some belief systems and morality and accountability in place to kind of hold that line. You can't which really move it because
4: big... it's uh it's going everywhere and right. you know when I get in the back Easter, I say, you know here's another idea it came from California. Don't do what we do, yeah, but it follows, and uh, it's almost like uh the urban centers are going and stocking the red areas with uh more and more of that urban thinking that, uh, that weighs us down, you know? And if everybody keeps moving out of my district, I'm not going to have anybody left. To vote for me, <laughs> you know, so.
2: so one, one thing that's been huge, we have talked about it more, not, not necessarily on the podcast as much, but, um, the news piece, John's had huge vision and is taking a huge bite out of it with his dollars, us showing up, trying to get other information out there. It's an information war. And, and I'm, Sitting here listening, I'm going, you know, remember when the the three we were trying to recall, they called a press conference. It's like every news outlet comes for the incumbent person or the person that's already in the seat. I wonder if, uh, Doug, if you'd be willing to help out this walkout movement, the North State Patriots, the people standing for the Constitution and do some type of news conference. I hate to put you in that hot seat, but, heck, we need it. We're there. And you call KRCR and say, I'm going to speak And I'm going to have several patriots up here speak. And then these whiners that seem to get more publicity because they're more whatever are are put to put to the back a little bit. And these news outlets up here that are going to swing it. I just saw something who knows if it's true or not. KRCR is having technical difficulties. But if you want to see the brief about this morning's events, go to their site. Well, I'm like, Hmm. well, there's a perfect setup to swing it your direction. (laughs) That looks like a coward's move because you don't want to report that there's thousands of people packed in a park. To say no to the mandates, and they're going to hold their kids out of schools, and what's going on in the schools. So, well, is I'm there sure a way be, as representatives? I'm sure that they'd you be can happy these... to receive the video that some of you folks took today. Right? Oh, absolutely! But get us getting it out there. Like we're getting our platforms pulled. K R C R won't necessarily cover certain things. Oh, they, they, their their system
4: want... was. The,
3: we you know, have no media. The,
2: apparently, K R C R just like their system crashed today out of you know coincidence. Yeah. So, mm. uh, like, and we watched that Kennedy speech. And number one amendment, you know, is that freedom of the press. The press is supposed to hold you accountable, me accountable. If there's things going awry. A free,
4: a free press does.
2: Yes. So up here, we're feeling against the odds. We've talked about this. I mean, you guys sure. got my back on that. We've talked sure. about it. Yep. That You're swinging it wrong. What they did to Carlos and the media was just... They should no longer have jobs well, you, you at have, minimum. You have so, it
4: better off up here than a lot of other
2: areas in, in even more urbanized parts of the state. Right, you know, but I, I, mean, I feel yeah. like you know, and maybe I'm wrong on this. You could anybody can jump in on here. But if if Douglas Malfa's representative said I want to I want to do an interview, I want a press conference, call it up here and rally some people, and you probably have thousands of people show up. Mm, sure, and you'd have the news media held accountable to what needs to be said. How are they going to swing that or filter it? Like I want to hold their feet to the fire. I want them to report on how upset the masses are right Mm -hmm. now, how many people are leaving this state, the calls to realtors right now, the business is shutting down. Mm -hmm. All that is going on that is not being, all it is is about the unvaccinated sick in the hospital. We got 20 seconds left, just letting you guys know. Oh, sorry.
5: I think we need to, I think we should end with, uh, with Lonnie's,
3: yeah, let's, Lonnie's let's
2: play Lonnie's
4: today. video right now. This, this, is, this is how this we beat it, today. Non-compliance, right to, to, here. To finish what you said, I'm here today for that reason, okay? Beautiful. Well, we okay. appreciate you being here. Yeah, thank, thank you.
2: you. Thank you. Everything is there. We have to stay united against this thing. And this thing is tyranny, and it cannot keep stepping into our homes and into our lives and our schools and our jobs. So this is the battlefront, and I commend all of you for being here. Thank you for listening to me. And hopefully we'll see you soon at more.
5: Man, that fires me up just seeing that card morning, again.
2: Yep. That's how we win, right there. Non-compliance. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. I didn't realize our time. Sorry, I, thank, I thank you too Doug. Long on that. Hey, oh, it's great. That's thanks, Doug. I
3: really appreciate you coming on. Trust Short Notice. Keep hanging in there. Yep. 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 Thanks, thank you,
4: guys. Everybody. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Doug. Thank you.